Howdy, 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 howdy. Welcome back to Winley Mania, of course, the uh, the podcast you never heard of, brought to you by the band you never heard of. But if you're listening now, you heard of it, and good for you. I'm really proud of you. I'm the best in the world, Andrew, and with me as always, uh, man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. Apparently that is me. Yes, sir, it is you. So uh, say, Devin, uh, how's tricks? Pardon me? House, house trick. tricks. House, house tricks. <laughs> tricks is tricks is good. Yeah? Yeah, tricks is it's great. A, it's an expression. You know, how you how you doing? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Doing you, just doing just fine. Yeah. I was out of I was out of town for a few days. I know. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> You're that lost? I'm so lost. Yeah, you did text me a few <laughs> times. You're like, I miss you. Where mm-hmm. are you? And you kept, then you started apologizing like it was your fault. <laughs> I was like, no, I just had to. Yeah, I got some Bless family that da- family down there. I just went and saw for a few days. Down where, Me- Mexico? Uh, Florida. Oh, that's right, Florida. Yeah, yeah how was it? What'd it you was do? Good. We went to just hung out. We went to a few record stores. Really, um, that's what I like to do. Go to record stores. Go to like toy stores and stuff. I had my uncle take me some places. Did, so. you, did you get some good stuff? Yeah, got a few. Got a few records. Didn't find any toys at the giant toy store I went to. I found a little Mac tonight. That drives a car because I have a few of those now. I've seen those, yeah, the little yeah. McDonald's ones. Because yeah. I got a moped and then I've got like a jet ski one. Yeah, and I got a couple other ones. Seems like I find them anytime I'm at scrambling through a dollar bin at one of those kind of places. Yeah, they're a lot. They're they're everywhere. I love those Mac Tonight things. Yeah, they're pretty cool. The, I like the Big Mac. Remember the Big Mac Tonight in Orlando? At the, yeah, at the yeah. Big McDonald's there. Just floating. Yeah, it's actually like it's kind of. I feel like it's gonna fall, but. Yeah, it kind of, it's like, it looks like it's falling, but I imagine it's pretty secure. I love Doug Jones, too. The guy who played Mac the Knight, the actor. Yeah, what was, he was in like a bunch of stuff, wasn't he? He's basically like in anything that's like, requires a big, lanky, like, alien guy. (laughs) So, uh, he was Abe Sapien in the Hellboy movies. Um, He was, did you ever see Pan's Labyrinth? He was no. Pan, and then he was the other creature with the eyeballs on his hands. And uh, he was uh, the one fellow in Hocus Pocus. And a few years ago, there was this really cool thing where they did, like, it was called Nosferatu Redux. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, essentially, like, a shot-for-shot remake of Nosferatu. And Doug Jones played uh, Count Warlock. That was pretty cool. But uh, he, I really like the Doug Jones, and I like the Mac tonight. I saw, like, I think it was on Twitter a few months ago. He, like, posted that because it was, like, an anniversary. He posted, like, the Mac Tonight picture. And he said, did you know that I was Mac Tonight? (laughs) And everyone was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I love the Doug Jones. But um, what did you get at the record stores? Uh, I went to the Smart Punk store. I got a few things oh, there. Oh, is that is that new? It's it's been around for a few years. Um, yeah. anytime I because they my they live close to Orlando, so we just drive. I flew down. They picked me up, and then we went out to Orlando a couple times just to go to the stores there. So Smart Punk's got a lot of stuff. Then we went to what'd you get? Ah, uh, what did I get there? I got Bleed American. Bleed, bleed oh the Jimmy Jim, World. Okay, I yeah. got We Cool. Jeff, Jeff Rosenstock, because yeah, yeah. I didn't have that one yet. And I found a replacements record, too. I got uh, Please to Meet Me. I see. Those are the few that I got there. And I got a couple different ones at a, rec- a huge record store down the road that I didn't know was there. And my uncle just said, yeah, there's this one, too. And it was yeah. called Park Park Avenue CD. And they had a lot of CDs, too. So he got some of those. And I found a couple more. Mm-hmm. You Because know, I have the money burning a hole in my wallet when I'm out of town. I can't think of the last vinyl i used to be really 
heavy into the the vinyl record things, but then I bought all the ones I wanted. Yeah, you still have my copy of Bloody Kisses for some reason. I mean, you can get it back if you want. I would like it back. Um, but I, I haven't bought a new yeah. vinyl record in a long time. Probably that last uh, Warriors album. I, bought right, I think the, I remember that, you saying that. Yeah, that was like, that was almost three years ago now. I, I still buy them. I, I don't listen to them a lot. I listen to them, you know, every weekend. I'll throw one on yeah. while I'm doing stuff. But... I still like to collect them. Yeah, I, th- I think I like collecting uh, the seven inches better. You've always been a seven inch guy. Yeah, I like I like the seven inch. I mean, I like the big old album. I have all the there. Okay, maybe there's like one or two things I don't have that's just impossible to get, um, or too expensive to get. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have like what I want on vinyl record as right. far as an album. But seven inches, there's like so many and so many interesting things. Oh, uh, I I found a Descendants uh, live album that I didn't know existed at the Park Avenue CD. It was called um, Fartathon. Oh, wow. Wait, wait. Tell me about that. I didn't Uh, remember that either. I didn't know it existed. I just flipped. I was flipping through and I was like, I know I already have every Descendants album. I was seeing if they had Liveage, but I found found it was even better. (laughs) It was like a radio um, like broadcast or something from like St. Louis. And they did like, I think it was around the time uh, the All record came out. Because well, I guess yeah, yeah. I guess it was because all logistics is like the first track on it, but it was like pink, and it had like Milo as a fish, like biting a sandwich on a hook or something like that, and it was called Fartathon. <laughs> it was like 1987, 86 or 87. What, but I was what, like, that's mine now. What, did you and listen to record, it? The record is pink. No, because I've been home for like, I've only been home for like 24 hours basically. Was it like a <laughs> so so they played on a radio show? It was like a radio. It was like a live it, session from a radio station. It wasn't something. acoustic or anything. No, I'm I they they've I don't think they've ever done really like a full acoustic set. I mean, they did like the they did a few songs for Taylor Guitars yeah. acoustic, and they said and Stefan was like, "This is the first time we've actually like ever done anything like this." So yeah, okay. I imagine it's a full band thing. Huh. That's interesting. I love that. I mean. That era is really cool too. The all era, like right when they became all. Yeah, when when those guys records. joined, which I, I love that record. Uh, um, all right for Prez. Oh yeah, I love that. That's the all right for. Uh, yeah, all right oh, for. Oh, there was Revenge and then Prez. Some of the like, those were the first. The two, Dave right? Smalley ones. Yeah, I yeah that the that Dave Smalley for Prez is my favorite all album, but I'm saying. The Descendants all album. Oh, the Descendants album. all era. Yeah. I, I love that album as well with mm-hmm. like uh, Cambridge yeah. and uh, Van. Clean Sheets. Clean Sheets. So. Schizophrenia. Yeah. The Iceman. The Iceman. <laughs> it's a great album. Yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, you, smart, smart Punk, I, do you remember we were at the Wrecking Ball uh, festivals in Georgia? Yeah. Um, almost 10 years ago. Don't tell me that. <laughs> it wasn't almost ten years ago. It was. It was only. It was like it was twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. That's not ten years ago at all. It was only eight. Yeah, but it's close. <laughs> but um, I forgot which one it was, but I remember. I think it was the first one because I remember the booth being specifically behind the venue. Yeah. When the when the one stage was out there, but I remember. I remember when I bought two records for that Smart Punk booth. They said. That I bought the best records from that whole weekend. Really? Yeah, they said, they were like, whoa, chill, look at this, what this guy, dude, I was so proud of myself. It's <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> you it, made it. Yeah, I got, um, 
actually two albums I probably talk about uh, I, I, uh, sometimes. Um, the Hot Water Music, Fuel for the Hate Game, mm-hmm. and then At the Drive-In, in, in Casino Out. Those are the two albums I got. It was the best selections of the whole weekend. How about that, boys? Look at that. You made it. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. They probably still talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I want to like, go to the store and be like, you know, be like royalty. Remember me? They're and like, they'd uh, be like, oh, no way. That's yeah. the guy. <laughs> royalty, baby. But now I would walk in there and be like, Ugh. Didn't the dude from Fearless send you a copy of In Casino out? Oh, oh. Uh, I was actually talking to uh, my girlfriend about this the other day. Uh, my mom. Yeah, she like somehow knew the guy or something. She was working at a like a like a call center type place, mm-hmm. and I forgot how it the it spawned. I'm sure she'll she'll remind me of the story. Um, but he uh, he called about something, and I don't know how it led to like what he does for a living, and then my, how my mom brought me up. But it led it to, it led to that. Like, hey. I'm the guy that runs Fearless Records. My mom's like, oh, my son likes uh, music. (laughs) (laughs) My son likes bands, music bands. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's weird because I don't know how she figured out, because Fearless has a lot of bands I don't particularly care for. Yeah. I don't know how she, like, uh, figured out the at at the drive-in because it was like a surprise almost um, that he sent some at the drive-in vinyls. That's cool. To uh to the house, and uh, that was pretty cool. It was like the first. It was the first two albums in their EP, and uh, that was cool. That's really cool. Yeah, <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't know if she like hangs out with him. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like we got this connect, you know? Yeah, sure. Make us millions. Yeah, she doesn't. Know. I don't think she she doesn't work at that place uh, anymore. The the call center, so she can't like. She doesn't have his number up, still. Yeah, yeah. She didn't save uh, Mister uh, Mister Fearless, Dave Fearless. Yeah, I, I know. I don't know it either. I just know like the the name Fearless Records. Yeah, but uh, you know what I was listening to the other day actually, and I was thinking about this whole thing. <clears throat> the uh, Light Clockwork by Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, like Queens of the Stone Age is like a band. That I've never, I don't, I don't know any of their other stuff mm-hmm. besides like Clockwork and I guess some of the singles, right? But that like, uh, that's a great album. That's like, because I've listened to, I've listened to all their albums at least once, some more than others. Yeah, I've listened to definitely listened to Like Clockwork a lot. That's my favorite. Yeah, um, probably their best. I, I don't think they'll top it. Um, not that they make shitty music now, but I think that's you know that's. That's the best album. Uh, Songs for the Deaf's pretty good, though. That's the one that, you know, that was the, the one that had, like, you know, No One Knows and Go With The Flow, the ones that are on the radio all the time, the one that Dave Grohl played on. Didn't he play on Like Clockwork? He played on, like, half of it. He played on the, the first song, though, right? The, yes. He played, he played, because there's, like, 12 tracks on that album, somewhere like that. He played on at least, like, five or six of them. Yeah. And then... Uh, Joey Castillo played on some of it, and I think he quit during the recording of it. Wonder why? Yeah, I think he plays in the Bronx. Then Josh, now. what's his name? Josh Hom, homie. Josh Homie. Josh Homie is that how you say? It? Yeah. Did he kicked some girl in the face. Yep. 
He did. What was he? But he was just like dancing. He said, then... "I was lost in the performance." It's like what a chode. <laughs> like you kicked a you t- kicked a you looked. Like, she got picked. It was a photographer. She got pictures of him yeah. looking right at the camera, and like one picture is him looking at the camera, and the next picture is him still looking at the camera with his boot <laughs> at the lens. It's like what a fucking dick. And the apology the next day was like, "I was lost in the music or whatever," and then everyone's like, "Bullshit, bullshit!" Like all the comments lighting him up. Wow. And then. The next day, he was like on a Facebook Live, and he was talking about like, "Oh man, I really fucked up. <laughs> I yeah. need to, I need to fix myself." I guess he was, I don't know, on drugs or something. Man, I want to get lost in the music and do whatever I want. Yeah, you, know? you should do that this Saturday at uh, <laughs> you should do that this Saturday, January twenty first. Yeah, actually, you know, let's do let's do this let's do the show thing real quick, and then I'll get on to the point I wanted to make about like clockwork. All right. Okay. So we're gonna do that. All right. So yeah, but we do have. Uh, you might get kicked in the face by, by uh, Andrew, because I'm gonna get so lost in the music. Get lost in the performance. I'm gonna be like a little Red Riding Hood on my way to Grandma's, and I don't know where the fuck I'm going because I'm playing Bad Chemical Baby. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone loves that song, right? The fucking the hit single. Every every time someone, um, most of the time, I feel like 90 percent of the time, anyone's ever like shared our shit. And, or had to say something about us or whatever. They always play the bad chemicals. So. You know what they're doing? What? Picking the first song on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. Yeah. That song rocks. But um, what are you saying? But uh, yeah, I'm going to get lost. Fucking bad chemical. Uh, yeah, shows, baby. Uh, January 21st at uh, the Brick House Lounge. That's this Saturday, folks. All right. If you're listening like a loyal listener... And you're listening to the day it drops out. That is this Saturday. Uh, but yeah, so January 21st at the Brickhouse Lounge. Uh, Windley, that's this uh, dumb band that we're in. And uh, the Dirty Girls, which you're in that band. I am. With uh, Handsome Corey and Hansel Brett. Handsome Corey and Brett. And uh, Baby Yaga from Charleston. Clean Sweep from uh, Darlington. And I and I watched a video of them playing. And they need... Uh, I don't know if that fog machine was theirs, but that was fucking sick, huh? That fog machine was really cool. <laughs> that was fucking cool. I saw the, yeah, that was pretty tight. I don't uh, know if Brickhouse has fog machines, but like they have like 80s bands there all the time. So I don't maybe know. Maybe there's like one left There's got to be one that, you know... Yeah. One of the former touring members of LA Guns might have left or something. <laughs> but... Who was there uh, recently? Enough's Enough was there the other day. No way, really? When? This past Saturday. No. I promise you. How did I not know about that? I don't know. Are you, they, are you fucking serious? You can pause it and go get some internet and look it up. Enough's enough played at, at the Brick House the other day. I had no idea. I, I was that a, I was actually going to text you guys in the group chat since I wasn't going to be here. I was like, can one of you guys go to the Enough's Enough show and hand out flyers? I had no idea. They were there, I promise you. I love I fucking love that band. Are you that, serious? Yeah, that first <laughs> album. That guy's voice is so obnoxious and I love it. But uh, holy yeah, they shit. were they were there. Oh my god! I had the no... other day, at least it wasn't like well, tricksters like split up in the factions. There's yeah, yeah, it's they're like Queensrÿche. They're, they're, <laughs> it seems like there's something happens to a lot of those bands from that era. They they split this, up into factions. Cold War trickster. Yeah, right there's now. two tricksters. But enough's enough. I, I think there's like split members. There's there's gotta be. But uh, there's someone out there that wasn't enough's enough claiming he's the real enough's enough. <laughs> And Man, I had no idea. Yeah. Holy shit. All right, so yeah, uh, this Saturday come out, uh, bring $10 and bring a friend. It's 8.30. Pack your car. <laughs> uh, the ne- next Saturday, this is coming up too, folks, uh, January 28th at the Fresh Brood uh, Coffee House and Lounge. Uh, Circuit. 
Circuit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Circuit, uh, convalescent, and uh, C-A-T-C-H, which also is easier to say if you just say catch. catch. But they, I, they put the, like, like it's an abbreviation for something. Yeah, which, I don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask. All those um, bands start with the letter C. Yep. The triple C's. The triple C. It ain't Credence, folks, but it's going to be a fun time at the Fresh Brood. And also bring $10 and a friend to that one. It starts at 8 o'clock. And then uh, this one we're going to be talking about a lot because it's all the way in March 11th. But, you know, might as well just start, you know. Fuck it. It's part of the fucking It's uh, on 311. <laughs> yes, yes, sir, it is. March 11th at the Next Level Gym, 3552 Northgate Drive. Hymns of Blasphemy. They are back. And they got two new members, which Member. happen to be Devin and Connor from this band. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And uh, Circuit, again, if you missed them at uh, the Fresh Brew, don't worry. They're going to be at the Next Level Gym. And uh, Mirthful Release, a very young metal band that we played with uh, back in Fayetteville. And it blew our minds. And, and they're going to be here. Yeah, so you should come watch that and bring $10 and a friend at 8 o'clock. $10 and a friend. $10 yeah. and a lot of friends that also have $10. Yeah. And, but know. anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Queens we were talking about like clockwork. Like clockwork for Queens of the Stone Age. Yes. Fucking, if I had a town. Uh-huh. Nah, nah. Great album. You know, Elton John plays on that album, too. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Where? He plays, uh, one of the piano-driven songs is uh, Eltonio Jonathan. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I forgot what track it was. Um, I don't know, but he I is can't on believe album. enough's enough fleet. Are you, are you serious about that? I promise you. Right, I, 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 I forget about it. I'm, that's just yeah. I'm sorry that like I didn't. If I would have known you would have been like so about <laughs> it, I would have really texted the group chat and asked you to go <laughs> hand out flyers because I was gonna go up there. Holy but shit! I didn't. What that was last Saturday? This past Saturday, this like past three Saturday. days ago. What was I doing this past Saturday? Probably fucking nothing. I thought you were you were gonna go to the DPW show, right? But then I didn't go with you. That was a. Wait, no, th- are you talking about Saturday, like three days ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was watching wrestling. Okay, <laughs> but, God damn it. Yeah, um, I didn't go to it, but I was watching. Well, uh, Queens of Stone Age, like Clockwork. That album came out in 2013. Now, I don't know if I'm just saying this because maybe, perhaps, that 2013, ten years ago. I don't like that. Well, you, uh, it's part of life. Fact, face to facts, baby. Yeah. All right. I don't like it. I don't have you know, to like it. It's all natural. It's like yeah. breathing. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Um, may I, maybe I'm just saying this because this is, and you might agree with me because this is more of our formative years, mm-hmm. but whole, I was looking at like 2013 album releases. Like that's, there's so much shit that was like great, just great stuff. Yeah. Great so I can think of I can think of that one. I have uh, most of them written down. I can think of Dissension. Yeah, Cody Cambria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, True North came out. True North by Bad Religion. Yes. The last uh, Wackerman. And last Hetson Wackerman and Hetson. Which uh, really good album. And then uh, what do we got now? The fucking the dog is the law. What's that song on there? On their their last album, the age of uh, age of unreason. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I haven't listened to that one, but like once or twice. Yeah, let me read off this list. True North by Bad Religion. Uh, Wolf's Law by The Jor Formidable, which is a great album. Uh, Odd Fellows by Tomahawk. Oh, yeah, that album. <laughs> yeah. That one's really good. Uh, the Bronx, the they're, they're, they put out their fourth album, The Bronx, which that's the one with the red tiger on the front. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Afterman Dissension by Coheed and Cambria. Which, uh, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer Dissension or Ascension? 
I think back then I liked Descension better, but I think now I like Ascension. But they're both great, and I kind of listen to them all. I listen to them together. Anytime I turn that album on, I turn on the the double album, like on Spotify or whatever. I'll turn, I'll play through both of them. I might be a Descension guy as well. Well, you said Ascension. I said Ascension yeah. now, but Descension at the time. But mm. Descension does have Iron Fist. I might be flip flopped. You might be flip flopped. I might, I might have been um, Ascension at the time. Um, and then, and now, late ten years later, I'm more descension. Like, ascension has Avagri the Faithful. Yeah. That's my favorite song on that album. Yeah. And then descension has Iron Fist. Yeah. Which I think we both agree about Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist is my third favorite Coheed song. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the Taylor Guitars version of it. No, I don't, because that's Penny. No, not that one. Oh, it was, it was just him and Travis. Oh, that one. That the one, one with Penny one. is like a, it was like a pre-show thing. Yeah. And he's playing drums like a jackass. <laughs> Where Josh Eppard plays. I love Chris Penny though. Yeah. He's a great drummer. But Josh Eppard plays drums like he's having sex. <laughs> um, and Chris Penny's playing the drums like a jackass. Like for that song in particular. Yeah. No. Uh, the Raven That Refused to Sing by Stephen <laughs> oh Wilson. God. You're right. okay. dang, 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 I was listening dang, dang, to that uh, the other day, and uh, one of the guys I work with, like I think he actually turned it on. He blew a load. Blew a load. Yeah. I was watching the... Um, I was also wa- I was watching something about that bass player, because it came up... Uh, the Oh, the, the yeah, yeah. He played in some like pop band, like some pop band from like the late 80s or something and there was a a, like a bass youtube channel that i follow that was like listen to this crazy pop bass line and it was him and it was fucking bizarre what he was doing i was like and then he was like this guy played with porcupine trees played with steven wilson oh it's that fucking guy (laughs) with the pigtails that's right yeah the pigtail i remember watching at the time watching the uh when they were recording the album but uh yeah that's a i mean that's a that's an album. I want to go back and listen to that. I haven't listened to it in a long time. He's got a new album. I haven't listened to um And much. there's a new Porcupine Tree. I haven't I, I've listened to the Porcupine Tree singles and I really liked it. I haven't listened to the album yet. And then there's like two or three Stephen Wilson albums I have not listened to yet. I, last Stephen Wilson album I actually like listened to and really got into was that hand, hand cannot erase. Which was fucking great. Yeah. Because that was essentially the same band as the Raven band. Right. Yeah. That's and then true. Um, he he changed he changed bands after the, that album. Um, and He's I, like, okay, so you like uh, okay, okay, good boy. But uh, uh yeah, uh, Migrant by the Deer Hunter, which was their break from the Axe. So this was after Act Three, and then they. Uh, I I dove into them at Act Four, and I listened to all the acts. I haven't gone. I have can't i'm bad i haven't listened to stuff that wasn't the acts oh well migrant is just like it's kind of like their color before the sun in yeah. a way but it's still like them um i guess the songs are a little more like uh, i wouldn't say accessible i guess accessible just more like straight up like you know rock songs and stuff mm-hmm. but um i'll have to check it out as opposed to uh 13 minutes of like craziness and, <laughs> and and railroad chants and stuff like that <laughs> and clarinet solos so but uh uh oh god i can i've uh 
Infestisumam by Ghost, their second album. That's a, when they were as Ghost BC. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think that I like, was when they like. Yeah, that's when they, that's when they like took off. Up. Yeah, which I I think I like the first album more. Um, but that one's really fun. Yeah. Um, that's like the they had like the Beelzebub. Lucifer, yeah, year zero. That's crazy shit. Yeah, they had that ABBA cover on it. That's right. Yeah, the uh, man. I think that's ABBA, but uh, could be wrong. But um, that album has got a shit ton of bass in that album mm. too. Like, I it's haven't, like, listen, li- it's I like haven't loud listened to that in a then. long time. Yeah, I remember. I remember listening to it and being <laughs> like, "That this sounds good." Well, I think it's a bit too much. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, the bass guitar stuff is cool, but as far as I just remember in the car, that's like the one album I would put on and actually turn down my bass in my car because it was just so much. Because you're a coward. I'm not a coward. I just didn't, I don't Sorry. Uh, the Hands That Thieve by Streetlight Manifesto. Did you ever listen to that? I don't think I did. It's a great album. It's a great album that came out in 2013. What I've, I've listened to. I haven't listened to much by them. I've listened to like one or two of their albums, and it wasn't that one. Oh. Sorry. And then Lock, Like Clockwork by Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, and then I don't like this band. I don't necessarily like I don't know any of the other stuff besides this album. But I know I really like this album. And I know that this album is like highly acclaimed as far as like their shit, I guess. But is survived, is survived by by Touche Amore. I haven't listened to them. <laughs> Very much I, at all. I thought uh, that that's a really good. Um, it's a good album for when it's uh, a little cloudy outside. Good album, and when it's cloudy. A little rain. I think it fits really well. <laughs> but um, that album, and then the uh, the debut Pup album. Oh right, that's cool. Which I you know I haven't really listened to too much Pup, but I know that album. Their newest and, album is uh, pretty good. It was like the unraveling of Pup. The covers got all kinds of crazy designs on uh-huh. it. That's, that's good. I like I, I like the pup. Yeah. So I probably missed a lot of stuff, but I'm just saying like 2013. 2013. Was like a, that rocked. That was a crazy year <laughs> for a musical. There's probably so much that I missed. Again. That was we, just like We were me. in ninth grade, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That was just like me like skimming through uh, like the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like picking out things that stuck It's probably out. stuff I forgot. Long forgot. For I mean, like, as far as like. You know, stuff that was only on the internet or whatever. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, you know, what I think of. Those albums? Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so, uh, Devin. So, Andrew. Are you excited for the new, uh, <laughs> the new Shyamalan movie? Oh, what's this one about? Oh, it's funny you say that. My brother and my sister-in-law were watching The Happening when I left. Oh, really? What, yeah. Have you seen that before? I've seen it before. Okay. I think I watched it with you at the old house. Okay, I don't remember. Okay. But yeah, that movie's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of I like it. I'm talking to a plant here. I'm talking <laughs> to a fake plant. Yeah. I'm still talking to it. But uh, the new, he's got a new one. It feels like old came out just yesterday. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. that It's, it's called uh, A Knock at the Cabin. A Knock at the Cabin. And um, essentially like... It's this, it's this, um, it's a gay couple and their adopted daughter go out to, uh, this cabin and then Dave Batista's out there and he like fucking breaks in their cabin <laughs> <laughs> and he's like with two like other people and they're like, I think they said they're from the future. 
and that they need to like kill one of them in order to like prevent the world ending. Wait, hold on. The couple said that? No, the Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Dave Batista has to kill one of the the gay guys <gasps> or the daughter um, to prevent the world from ending because they're from the future. <laughs> so that's that's gonna be fun, dude. I I'm I'm really looking forward. to I didn't to see it. anything about this, but I'm really excited. Uh, you didn't see anything about it? <laughs> no, I saw like news articles like. M. Night Shyamalan working on a new movie. I was like, oh, yeah, of course he is. But I didn't see anything updated. Yeah, February 3rd. What? That soon? Yeah. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. yeah. I thought I was, was going to have to wait. Oh, no, no. Oh, he's got he's got one or two other things. There's this one he's been working on for a while. It's called like, the it's like something Journey or something. Something about a journey that he's been working on for a long time. But uh, this one just fucking came out of nowhere. I think he wrote. No, he didn't. I think he wrote the like screenplay and shit, but it was based off a book. Oh, uh, so it was so, old. Old was a book. Old was based off a book. I remember yeah. seeing that in the credits. Yeah, some of those, some of those movies were based off of books. Yeah, <laughs> like The Lady in the Water. I think it was like a children's book he wanted to make or something. That movie's bizarre. I think I watched half of that because I remember when you were going through all. Did those you give movies. up? No, I just I came in while you were watching. You were like halfway through it, and I yeah. sat down. I'm like, what? So, but what's going I, on here? that's not the only thing that come that comes out on February third. I'm, ex- I'm very excited about the Shyamalan movie. Um, but then there's this other fucking movie that I discovered literally like a few days ago that's coming out, and it sounds like I've I I don't understand how sometimes some things are made. Yeah, like uh, at all, mm-hmm. like. There's like great movies that were never made. Like <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like fucking uh like like there was like a famous like Stanley Kubrick's like he was gonna make a movie about Napoleon. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been pretty cool. Uh fucking Adrian Jordan uh what's his name? Adrian Jordorowski. I don't know how to say his fucking name, but he was supposed to make a Dune movie. And then like there's a bunch of concept art from that. Uh, and it inspired a lot of other fucking movies. And then there was like this crazy like David Lynch movie after Eraserhead called Ronnie Rocket. And none of these movies got to be made. But February 3rd, we get to witness four friends come together. Um, it's called 80 for Brady. 80 for Br- Oh, wait, is that the old <laughs> ladies movies? Yeah. The old ladies and Tom Brady? 80 for Brady is inspired by the true story of four best friends living to the fullest. When they take a wild trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their hero Tom Brady play, starring Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field, with seven-time Super Bowl champion and producer Tom Brady. So it's these fucking, it's this movie where these old women are like super horny for Tom Tom Brady, Brady. and they're scared, and then like, I guess they're like, this is going to be his last Super Bowl. We need to go see it. But so it they wasn't. go, no, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so they, so they're like, all right, uh, we should, uh, we should go to the Super Bowl. So they drive to the Super Bowl or fly there or whatever, but they didn't buy any fucking tickets to the Super Bowl. So they're just outside the Super Bowl trying to figure out how they're going to get in. And that's the movie. That sounds dumb. <laughs> There's a bunch of sounds like something we made up. Yeah, <laughs> like, how about we get some old someone, women? Some, is it like hilarity ensues? Ah, uh, yeah, they dude. Break in. One of the ladies, like Guy Fieri's there, and one of the ladies like takes drugs, and then all of these people start turning into Guy Fieri. 
<laughs> her face turn, turns into Guy Fieri. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, what, I <laughs> I saw that. I, I had to, like, double take because I saw the trailer on TV, and I was like. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but now that you mentioned I like, it, I probably, I did see something name. about it. I didn't seek out the trailer for it for whatever reason. Yeah. But I'll probably see it, like, on accident now or come across it. But it's a real story. These like, but there was they cut one of the friends because there was originally five friends. And they said five's too many. Yeah, it's a. I want to. I want to see that fifth friends movie. I want to see she's gonna make one. And she's gonna, this is what really happened. <laughs> it was all based. It's gonna be all based around her. But they're like, I don't know if like, they kind of explained it like they don't really like the sport. They're just really horny for Tom Brady. <laughs> like they just really like Tom Brady and want to slob. Slob the they want to get their slop all over Tom Brady, take out their teeth, get in on that, (laughs) yeah, give them a gum job. So, I just didn't know if you'd seen it, uh, any uh, any press about it or not. I heard about it actually on the doozy podcast. (laughs) Oh, really? They talked about it, and I was like, why that sounds dumb. They talked about it for a second, um, but. I have to look into this. We should we should do a double feature. <laughs> do you want to make our own 80 for Brady, but like fucking 90 for someone else? 90 for, um, I don't know, we could do Simpin for Simpson. And it's a bunch of people, you know, horny for OJ Simpson. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But they don't go to, they don't go to his football game. They go to where he committed the murder and they cheer him on. I don't like that. It's great. Mm-mm. You don't like my ideas? It's <laughs> a terrible idea. I liked your uh, movie idea. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Shower Wasps? Oh, yeah. I was going to make a million dollars. Do you have an uh, exp- explanation for Shower Wasps? Yeah, it was fucking crazy, man. Turn <laughs> on the shower, a bunch of wasps come out and they kill a bunch of people. I feel like that'd be like a really good, like... It's like, um, a, it's like a Sharknado movie. but like I've that, never seen any of those. You ever saw Sharknados? No. Oh, oh, we watched this really good movie when I was in Florida. Cause like, uh, and I'd heard about it and my uncle down there, he said, have you seen this? And it is one of the biggest piles of dog shit movies I've ever seen. He said, it's terrible. You got to watch it. It's called Ouija shark. <laughs> okay. So Ouija shark is 58 minutes long. So it's not bad. Not bad. Oh, I watch, I'll tell you about this movie I watched today. Actually, that was also, I think, 58 minutes long. <laughs> but um, go ahead. A Ouija Shark. So it opens up, and you know, there's a girl. She goes to this beach, and it's a, it's a terrible beach. And then, like she, There's like hard rocks, and she's got a very small towel to lay out on, and there's no sun. It's like, what are you doing? Not, not getting any sun. And then so she's in the water, and something brushes up against her, and she goes, ah, because you know, he's acting. <laughs> washes up and it's a Ouija board <laughs> on the like, beach. Okay. There's a Ouija board on the beach. And yeah. then, you know, it's girls weekend. So her and her friends are at this house and she's like, well, why don't we do this Ouija board? So they do it. And, you know, they're asking it questions and it just says every time <laughs> it just says hungry, it spells out hungry. And so it's her and like four friends. One of them vanishes like immediately. She just goes like, there's a dude there. The neighbor is washing his car and she's like, do you need help? And he says his only line in the movie, yeah. <laughs> and so she's off helping him wash his, you know, 2005 Honda Civic, uh-huh. as you know you do. And they didn't ask where she was, like, the whole time. I was like, this is her friend. They don't worry about her. She's just with this guy. Yeah. So she's very important. Very uh, important. Bless me. 
They play the Ouija board and then she's having like nightmares and there's like a really realistic looking shark yeah. that keeps popping up. And then the next day, this very realistic shark starts, you know, eating everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. No, no. She calls her dad who is uh, really in depth with the occult very conveniently. And she's like, I don't know. We play with this Ouija board. Daughter, I told you to never mess with that stuff. <laughs> she said, the daughter. He may as well just said, yeah. daughter. Yeah. But when's the, like, when's the shark coming? Is the shark ever going to show up? The shark keeps showing up in like, the dreams. It shows. It showed up in real life when they woke uh, up. Like walked to the front door and was like, no. It was like it. It showed up as like a. It looked like a ghost, <laughs> but like it. Uh, it ate. It ate the bitch. It oh, kept. Wow. It keep eating these girls. So did did they eventually kill the shark or did uh, did they just eat everybody? They had to. Well, the main girl that it opened up with, she was the last one standing. Yeah. Um. And there's a very, very crazy plot twist that I was not ready for, like at the end. Okay, well, skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear the plot twist for Ouija Shark. What was it? It was Donald Trump. (laughs) What? (laughs) And Ouija Shark? Donald Trump. Wait, when was this made? Recently. Like Like what? the past two years. What was he doing in it? He was just, it wasn't really him. It was an actor. Oh. But he was. Okay, that sucks. I wanted it. It was someone in like orange makeup. And you could just see like half of his face. What was he and doing? He was doing all the hand gestures, but <laughs> they called him, and he was like, "The East Coast has the mission has been successful on the East Coast." And you know, it's someone doing their like best Trump impression. He's like, "This is gonna be really, really, really big." <laughs> and I guess it's just gotta really, love the shack. Gotta love gotta the shack. Love the shack. Every, excuse me, many people. <laughs> 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 You're interrupting. Mm. Many people are saying it's the best shark, but it's like apparently it's this big like conspiracy thing that he's you know he's putting sharks in Ouija boards. <laughs> so know. it's him. It was him. He did he's it behind it. Yeah, and dude, I'm stoked for the sequel. There's gonna be okay. What? There's, There's another sequel? one. Uh, Not out yet, but I'm waiting. Ouija Bated breath. Shark Ouija shark two, and it's gonna be him. I, I presume on, still. I believe it's on Voodoo. <laughs> oh. Sounds yeah. like a that does sound like a big old pile of shit. <laughs> pile of dick, yeah. pile of dick and balls of a movie. Uh, yeah, that sounds terrible, Devin. Um, yeah, it was really good. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch that. You should. I um, didn't even. How rate long it. was this movie? I watched. I didn't bother rating it on oh, Letterboxd. This movie was 51 minutes. Oh, you got me beat. Um, well, this was like 58, but then you know there's ads every like three minutes. That sucks. That uh, sounds terrible. <laughs> I watched this movie called. Um, Hellbound Train. Hellbound Train. <laughs> uh, which I, I'm not. If I didn't tell you anything about it, I guess you would imagine it's like a. After talking about Ouija Shark, you just imagine like it's a. It's like speed on a train, I guess, where the train's like evil. But no, it's a. Um, it's a silent film mm-hmm. uh, made in 1930 by this uh, couple, Elois Gist and James Gist. I get the gist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But uh, they were essentially, uh, well, not essentially, they were like two like um, African-American evangelists. And uh, they, they, they dabbled in, the, in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And so usually they would make like short little like films and they would play them uh, 
at their church while like a pastor or whatever was giving like a spiel and passing around like the you know the fucking donation box right but they made like this 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 movie in particular was like lost and they found like it like fragmented all up and torn apart at the uh, library of congress and they essentially they, they put it all back together but the movie hellbound train is basically like <clears throat> It's like what not to do as a human being. Um, so the devil is in it. I don't know who <laughs> plays. I don't know who plays him, but it's like this guy dressed up like the devil. You said this was 1930. Yeah, amazing. Oh, the song's playing. Sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> so he's dressed up like the devil, and he has like a train. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's not his train. But it's a, it's like the train is like a metaphor. But you're like, you're like looking at the train on the screen. They took, they filmed a lot of this train. Yeah. So you're watching a lot of this train just kind of like veering around a corner or whatever. It's like B roll footage of a. But train. it's basically like the 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 cue cards of each of the. Uh, the they kind of like take through take you through like uh, each coach of the train. Um, and kind of explain like sins. Mm. So there's seven. There's seven cars on the train. I don't remember how many <laughs> there were because I kind of like. It's a lot to watch because it's <laughs> it's very it's an hour long and it's like very much like the music choice. I don't. I they picked whoever like restored it. They picked like some of the uh, like most abysmal piano music to play like in the middle chunk of it, where it's just like. Dink, 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 and it's just that over and over again, and it's like it's not very like I I've watched a lot of like silent films, and some of the music selection is way a lot more expressive than that, especially like those Chaplin ones. But this, I don't know who did this, but they did a bad job, and it was whoever restored it because it was like you could you know I don't think. The the gist, the Mr. and Mrs. Gist uh, provided music with this because they would play these things at their services. But anyways, the train represents the uh, it's going to hell. This train and yeah. there's coaches on the train, and so like the first one is like drinking and <laughs> like and it's like it's like the first coach drinking. Drinking is bad and can you know you shouldn't do it. <laughs> and it shows like different scenes and it's like. There's like these people, like I don't know if they're they're like playing a card game or they're just like it's kind of, it, whoever had this fucking camera in their hand was was not trained at all. Like they were amateur filmmakers, which is fine, but it was just like shaky as all fuck. Like it was just like it's moving around constantly, and and they they try to like attempt to like zoom in on like handwritten notes. Mm. And whoever restored it, thank God, they put the actual subtitles because you, just the, the camera's just fucking on the fucking handwritten <laughs> note. And it's just like, oh, God. But it's like, it's these people drinking and then someone gets stabbed in the heart. <laughs> and then like, so it'll be like the first coach and it's, it's like, don't do this. And then they'll show something bad happen. And then and then <laughs> they'll show the devil guy. And, then, and the card will come up and it says, and the devil's heart rejoices. And then it just shows him just like dancing? jumping and j dancing. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like a little stinker. Yeah, yeah. The devil's just a little stinker of a guy. 
the best one, the best coach was the one about jazz music. Oh God! And it was <laughs> fantastic. Like, like it, they could have just like I, I, I logged it. I didn't know what the fucking rate this thing because it was a huge a pile. I, I guess zero stars because it was a yeah. huge pile of shit. But it was entertaining in some aspects, especially this section. If it was just this like five minute section, it would five stars, no question. Um, but it was like the third coach rep is where is the people who partake in jazz music and dance. Da- the dancing nowadays is indecent. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it shows like um, it shows like these like girls like dancing and they're just like kind of like doing this and like cla- like waving their arms like up and down like tin men and just like clapping their hands. <laughs> and then it shows like this. Like, How provocative. And it shows like, um, like it says something like, you know, you need to like not listen to jazz music because it could lead you down like to troubles and stuff. And there's this other scene where it shows this like older lady and her two kids, and she's just like, <laughs> she's just like dancing around to the <laughs> jazz music, and then she like she collapses oh, no. and falls over to her chair and um <laughs> and then the cue cards like her telling her kid turn off those blues now <laughs> um and she's and the kid turns off the record player and she runs back and she's still like collapsed over um and then the regular i guess the narrator cue card is like you know you can turn them off but sometimes and he's like, and the lady's like, go get the hymn book. And the kid brings the hymn book and she starts reading the hymn book. And then she just dies. And the narrator card goes like, but it's sometimes it's just too late. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> and the devil's heart rejoices. <laughs> and <laughs> and the, the devil, devil danced on. <laughs> yeah. It was that whole, that section was fantastic. Gotta, you got to, you got to send this to me or something. I got to watch it. Uh, I watched it on the Criterion channel. Oh, yeah. Is it like an Amazon Prime channel or something? Like uh, a- I think you get an Amazon Prime, yeah. I just have the, the app. Or the, oh, yeah, app. I, mean. I was looking for, I just wanted to watch something before I came out here. And <laughs> uh, watch something. I was like, I, I was like, I only have an hour, so I, they have like a 60 minutes or less section. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then it, like it's weird because it goes on to like, uh, like liars and people who smoke and like murderers is like the murderers hang out at the card games <laughs> and yeah or they're not as bad as those jazz listeners it's it's very bizarre i i mean it's very hard to get through just at least watch like the first i guess just get to the jazz part to really get because all the stuff before that you get the idea but it's just it's it's a lot so and then, oh, at the end of the movie, the train, like, crashes and, like, the devil lights it on fire mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so The devil danced on it. <laughs> and the devil's heart rejoices. Does it, like, does it close with him like, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Like, he does uh, something He does something mis- mischievous and then he just kind of gives a look at the camera, like, you know, with, like, like a shrug, like, no, they, guilty they, smile and it closes in on him? It, it opens the same way it, it ends. It's like the... Uh, the the hellbound train is always open and the devil is the engineer. Yeah. <laughs> and you must repent and get baptized if you don't want to be on the train. Uh, so yeah. Hopefully they I'm gonna go see if they have it on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, I hope so. It's the criterion collection. Yeah. 
I'm going to spend $40 on the, uh, the Blu-ray of uh, Hellbound Train. Great movie. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. So. Did you watch uh, Bullet Train? Speaking I have not. Of train music? Train I have movies? not. It's pretty good. I thought it was, it's like, it's kind of like funny sometimes too. It's a good action comedy. Yeah. It's like two hours long, but it's still, it's pretty, pretty good. Train I watched uh, John Wick for yeah? the first time. Oh man, what'd you think? <clears throat> uh, I thought it was pretty fun. Pretty good. I love those movies. I I, I guess I'm gonna watch the rest. Um, I, I've got all three of them because they had like the combo pack at Walmart, so I bought it. Yeah, I, I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like why he got mad. I didn't know that was coming. I, mean, <laughs> I would. I don't. I don't disagree with him. I mean, yeah, I would have. I was that, like, well, you know, that, that tears. I up. like that movie because it. Um, it's it, it's very much what it is. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's exactly what it is. You know what it's good. It, it's the best. It's like the best version of it, though. I think. Uh, and I like how they don't overexplain a lot of stuff because there's a lot, there's a lot going on in that world, mm-hmm. but they don't like hold your hand and like you know fucking yes, the Continental is started by this guy, <laughs> and you know he does all this. They didn't hold your hand through that. I liked all that. It was just like you figured out the world as you go on. Um, I just don't like. I think the guy that like wrote those, like those were like the only three things he's written, really. I think. Oh yeah. I don't think he's done a whole lot else. Yeah. Um, it's just like uh, I thought the coolest action part was like when he was like the the ending one where he's in his car because it was like he was on the back of a horse in a way. Mm. That's what it reminded me of. I watch um, those again. Yeah, I guess I'll watch the rest of them though. It's pretty cool. John Wick. Yeah. Someone, man. Uh, man with a um, I have a Matrix shirt, and someone was like, "Oh, the what do you like better, the Matrix or John Wick?" And I was like, "I've never seen John Wick, so <clears throat> I guess the Matrix." <laughs> and um, he's like, well, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Go watch him!" And I was like, "All right," and you know, I thought it was fun. fun that's, time, that's interesting because usually you get mad when someone tells you what to do. Uh, I was in a good mood that day. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you should be like, no, I, I thought it was fair. I was like, oh, I've been mean, I was like, I was kind of been mean to watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's got a point, you know, go ahead, go, what are you doing? So, um, I think there's gonna be a fourth one soon. Yeah, I think everyone should watch Bridge of Spies, though. I still haven't watched it, which we, we were gonna watch it in the van, but we couldn't get the sound to work. Right? Yeah, pitiful, 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 pitiful. Maybe next time. Sure. Well, uh, I guess you want to wrap it up. You got anything else you wanted to? Kind of like talked about a lot of random shit. We did. Yeah. Um, hmm? Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much everything intelligent I have to say. Hmm. I could tell you how I sat on the plane for way too long yesterday, but that would be probably boring. Uh, did you have any good plane stories? Well, I thought it was good. I thought the plane was broken. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Uh, yeah. Well, they they said yeah we're having a we're having a problem with the computer. Hey, bud, the whole thing's a computer. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the whole yeah. fucking thing's a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a flying so, computer. Yeah. Like, sat on the fucking tarmac for like an hour. I, mean, I flew Spirit too, so this is what I get. Um, 100 bucks round trip, though. Can't really can't really argue with it. But yeah, sat on tarmac. They said, hey, we're uh, experiencing some issues with our computer. I'm making a phone call. I was like, who are you calling? <laughs> Can you just get us a new plane? <laughs> calling Captain Sully. Yeah, but. <laughs> So, like, that happened. I guess they fixed the computer. Um, But in my mind, I was just like, plane's broken. I'm going to die. 
Were you in the air? No, we were on oh, the, what's the, we were oh, on the for, ground. Well, you thought the plane was just going to like blow up? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay, this isn't going to take off now. Uh, <laughs> we're going to well, just the, get you off the plane. We're going to get in the air, and it's going to the computer's going to turn off. <laughs> I don't think they would take off. Well, like was like <laughs> the, the computer's down. Well, we got to get these people to where we're going. We gotta so we'll get, take care of it later. Got to get a Myrtle Beach. <laughs> no, the, I don't think it was like working at all. But uh, I was like, I was like, okay, plane's broken, and it's going to break again. <laughs> They're just going to put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> it's no. a Spirit Airline. We'll just fix it when we yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, that's like a, a shaky takeoff. <laughs> it's like... Oh, yeah. And I could feel he like turned like a couple times on the runway. I was like, why are you doing that? It's like, you're straight enough. Yeah. Just go in the air. But, yeah, I was just like, fuck. Computer's broke. Plane's sure. Broken. Oh, and yeah. I peed on the um, I peed in the lavatory, and I've never done that before, and that was fun. On a plane? How was it? it Feel was, different? Yeah, it was really weird because you know, like you're standing, but like you're like moving, and you're in the sky. And they still yeah. put ashtrays in there. In the bathroom? There's really? still ashtrays in the bathrooms, and I was. Do you still smoke on an airplane? You can't. But I looked this up because I was like, "Am I just on an old ass plane?" <laughs> yeah. But I looked it up, and apparently they still put those in there because they know people are going to break the rules. And they'd rather you ash it out in an ashtray than in the trash can. Sure. And you don't want a fire. No, on a but, plane. But I was just like, because I, I was looking on the door, there's like three no smoking signs. And they do their whole spiel and saying, there's no smoking on the airline. There's no smoking on any airline. And if you tamper with the smoke detector, it's it's a fine. And then you go in the bathroom and they've got a little ashtray in there. It's like, they got, a sm- <laughs> they got a smoke detector in the bathroom? Yeah, because they know people are going to go in there to try to light one up. Then why do they got the ashtray then? So you can ash it out. But then they got the smoke detector and they're going to like bitch at you. I don't know. They like, really need to make up their mind. It's like, you can do it. <laughs> you can't. You can do it. Maybe they like some of, that, some of that fine money, you know? Yeah. I don't know what the fine is for that. but Probably a lot. Probably I quite mean, a bit. I think it's like, like a I feel like anything federal crime. It's a federal crime too. They said it's a federal crime to tamper with the smoke detector on the airplane. <laughs> Okay. I get, mm. So, like, imagine getting lo- you're in like federal prison. <laughs> There's like rapists and murderers to your left and right, and they're like, "What are you in for?" <sighs> Tampered with the smoke detector on a <laughs> on an Airbus. Oh, this fucking guy! Oh, you people like you make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a, good- a special place in hell. Yeah. Yeah. I would never do that. You would never do that? I know. I can't. I was only on a plane, um, I guess, technically twice. Yeah. Like, a long time ago. And uh, I didn't like it. I, I had, hadn't done it in a while. Like, the furthest, I, I flew to California. Fucking taking off, like, white-knuckled. I was like, oh, oh God. Yeah, I forgot how bad taking off was. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, well, I don't know. But, uh. They put those, you know, there's little seat belts, because, you know, those are safe. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be safe with this little yeah, seatbelt. Yeah, the, the, bad will happen. Yeah. Where's my parachute? <laughs> no, you give me a life vest yeah. for all this. Oh, that's great for all this land that's, <laughs> that's underneath us for when we crash and die. Well, maybe they try to get over the water. Yeah. Know? I don't I, know. I'm not a pilot. I think, well, I think the flight yesterday, like coming home, we flew over the water. Yeah. But I mean, I can't. you can't really see. Yeah. You're just in a plane. No, yeah. but 
Right on. What else? Something else? No, something I, else I, I had something else, but now it is gone. Okay. So maybe next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> next week on Winley Mania, of course. The, but uh, yeah, folks, uh, January 21st is Saturday, Brickhouse Lounge. Come out, Windley, Dirty Earls, Baby Yaga, clean sweep. Come out and rock and bowl. Off. <laughs> sure. This is at the bowling alley. Yeah. It's at Surfside Bowling. There, I don't know if there's a sign on the place. I thought it was at Brickhouse Lounge. Surfside Bowling and Brickhouse Lounge are like the same. Uh, they're, they're, they're married. See, I've never been there. They're in the same building. You can get into the bowling alley from the lounge. You can get into the lounge from the bowling alley. It's fun for everybody. How about that? How about How that? about that? All right. So that is all. And uh, oh yeah, uh, for more Windley crap, you uh, you go to at uh, Windley underscore Band, and you click the follow button on those websites, those darn websites, those darn websites, and uh, windleyhub.blogspot.com for when you're taking a poo. I think the shirts are still cheaper than they should be, so get on and, that before uh, I mark the yeah. prices back up. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What's that? What uh, merch now, or is it something else? Uh, what the fuck's our shirt website? Ah, oh, fuck. I forgot it. <laughs> it's in the link tree. Okay. We, so, there's a link tree on all our shit, yeah, and it's got yeah. every link. The McDonald's shirt. The, the I think, robot shirt. I think we have a few uh, Luchador shirts left, right? Not on the site. I've got a few in the box, but they're like sizes no one wants. And then uh, the beautiful uh, robot shirt. Beautiful robot shirt. That um, old Angelo made for us. So that is all. And uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. good. Feeling good, baby. Fucking, uh, who made that egg salad sandwiches? <laughs> what? All right. You having a stroke? <laughs> Goodbye. Da 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 da